Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. You know, as a, are we, are we journalists? Are we journalists? Are we, do we have like a responsibility to the public to tell the truth and, and be, and be objective in a, in a sense? Are we journalists or are we just like entertainers? Um, I feel like we're a combination of both. Okay. Because, because of how like, you know, as a podcaster, you're really like projecting your opinion in a sense. Well, it depends on the podcast. Well, we yeah, not also, de- definitely depends on the podcast. We also not like making shit up either though yeah we're not we're usually basing most of our stuff on news actual news 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 that we've double kinda, sourced news yeah, exactly that um, we that we've kind of deducted our truth from you know as i'm as i'm watching the the formal media you know if you watch too much of the news you get a little scared yeah definitely you get a little scared you know i always say that the local news uh its main revenue source is fear right right you watch the you watch the local news Somebody got shot. Somebody kid got took. There's some black man that looks like me, ironically. Right. Um, that did it. Uh, there's trouble at the school. You've you seen the local news. Everybody's seen the local news. We're not all dumb. Young if you Matthew watch, has trekked into the building. So, man, if we watch the news too much, I do get a little nervous. So I want to be, be careful as potential journalists to not continue the fear-mongering. You feel me? Fear-mongering. Your boy is nervous over here, okay? Your boy is a little shook, and I'm not, ain't no virus shook me, okay? Okay, I'm gonna die when I die, whether that be suffocating on my own respiratory nodes or whatever, or uh, peacefully with my grandkids around. I'm worried about the bread, dog. Well, yeah, I'm I'm worried about the bread as well. I'm worried about the money, dog. Talk San Francisco, it. amongst other things, but San Francisco County and the city banned all. Events over a thousand, a thousand people yeah. indefinitely. So the Warriors games, which are in Santa Clara County, is Santa Clara County, I think, is the one that implemented that. Right, thousand plus gathering is is a no go. So all the Warriors games for like until further notice will have no fan attendance whatsoever. Rough, Niggas bro. playing in an empty gym. So have you ever it's seen that just I mean, like the but, summertime? But, uh, oh. <laughs> 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 so, and then also on top of that, Coachella has been delayed. South by Southwest is canceled. Southwest by, South by Southwest. And nobody can get their money back from South nope. by Southwest. Nope. That shit is rough. Them terms and conditions, man. Niggas don't read hey, them you terms gotta and read, conditions, hey, You got to read, dog. Every, everybody was frying Megan Thee Stallion the other day. And then, <laughs> you, don't, you got took, nigga. Right. And then don't, don't, <laughs> don't read that Sign long. Sign their own contracts and fuck <laughs> They get their money back. That's yeah, a <laughs> and then and then don't read the terms and conditions when you accept all them cookies. Terms and conditions. Go off, go off. Yo, that's funny though. That's funny. Niggas did not read force majeure. The World Health Organization announced today that COVID nineteen coronavirus, the strain of it, is now a pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah, five minutes ago, DC officially recommended that all non-essential mass gatherings be canceled or rescheduled. The mayor will speak on this soon. Yeah, Harvard press conferences to come. Harvard, Stanford, uh, all these other universities are starting to just do online classes only, telling students to not come back from spring break. Yeah, don't, See, but, don't the, but really, though, the ridiculous part of all those university announcements is 
someone as big and as whatever as refined as Howard, uh, Harvard. I should well, both Har- of them Harvard. are refined, but Harvard. Harvard Released their students, told them to like pretty much go home with no type of plan of in- implementation. Mm-hmm. What so did like, Howard say? I don't, no, I don't, I don't even know what Howard has said. I haven't heard no business. The thing, I think some some of <laughs> the schools, some of the schools have decided like well, just don't come back from spring yeah. break type of thing. So my mom is my mom is a is a vice president at Wesleyan up in in Connecticut, right? And she's been talking. Her she's the vice president of communication. So as far as like shutting schools down or even communicating with the CDC, internal, external, they've been saying that there is a, they don't have any students in their campus right now because I guess it's like, what, winter or spring break Probably for, spring. for them? For, it's like it's for two weeks, so they have a two-week head start. But for the institutions who have students in school right now, like Harvard, like Howard, it ain't going to be no, yeah, you got a couple of days. It's no, go home. Yeah. Like you have to leave now. Strong not, recommendation, unless you, there's a housing issue with that too, right? Like some students. Well, they put don't them have, out of housing. They well, closed housing. Well, certain universities, like, right? Right. I know, I know with Stanford, not everybody can afford housing. Has housing to go back to? That's you know true, what I'm right. saying? That's true. Like so international students things. are within right. that. Exactly, especially international students from Asia. Right. What do you do with that? Hey. You know, do you send them back into the swarm of where all the shit is happening? I or? hope you did your collegiate <laughs> networking so you can go home with somebody. That's the only thing. I mean, you got you to gotta get your human you on at hug, this point. Like a hug, hug up on something. Yeah, hey, hey, girl, what's you up? Yeah, man, man, you trying to be my Roman She might be a friend. five, but right now. <laughs> she a ten. She a seven and a half right now. All right. <laughs> she, got a cramp. She, she crossed that demarcation oh, point. She wow. Wow, but although I feel bad for the virus, we are a uh, we are a creative capital podcast. I'm thinking about the bag, dog. I am a 100 percent full time entrepreneur whose brand, say it with me, is intimacy. Intimacy. What the fuck? Well, for Scared, the, dog. the good thing that we have working for us because my events and I, I guess all of our events, all are of our events around the same thing is. It's not a lot of niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a it's lot of a black select curated few. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's 90 true. max and that's 80, true. 90. That's you know, that's true. Even 90 that's, max. The second that's thing facts. we got going for us is that, and it's a success at those numbers. That's facts, true. Yeah. 90 is huge. it is it is built by design to <laughs> do that. Right, but that's right. The second point is most of the people who are catching or who are dying or, or in cr- critical condition from COVID 19 are 60 years old and up. Now you can have the virus. Yeah. And you'll just exhibit standard flu symptoms because the side effects are pretty much flu symptoms. But you'll only just be a carrier for the most part because your immune system is strong enough. Now, the people who are really dying off the shit, like the 22 people who died in the U.S., right. are 60 and up. Mm. And most of these uh, outbreaks are happening in nursing, nursing homes. homes. Yeah. Jesus. Which makes sense, right? So, but so. from the other part that I'm hearing after the fact is, so, like, let's say you recover from it. Mm-hmm. Then there's lung scarring. Which is its own set of problems, and you might have to get a lung transplant. I hate to be morbid, but that's what I've heard. Watch it, yeah. Damn. Once again, I don't want to be like the the local news. Creative part. You feel (laughs) me? Jesus, that doesn't hit our our primary target audience. You know, niggas. You know, niggas catch cabin fever. That's true. Niggas is really going to be quarantined or in the house for two weeks. They're gonna come out. They're gonna come out for something. You know what I'm saying? Now it really comes down to the owners of the space as to what. Rules and regulations they mandate because you know do they follow a private a private space do they follow guidelines for CDC are they really putting in safeguards or just like most small businesses they got to get to that money too. You know I was thinking about that as in terms of made in DMV right 
So when I read this oh, yeah, notice earlier this today, but this is no hate. I read this. I read this notice earlier today that the mayor might be thinking about canceling events over a thousand people. Made the DMV is probably like eight fifty. Yeah, eight seventy five. Yeah. Last year the joint was thick, thick. Yeah, they right? crossed two different buildings too. Yeah, man. shout out, shout out to Made in the DMV. So conference. I'm thinking we like, will be filming there. That's and, what's up. Uh, uh, buy a t shirt because we uh, we making those. Oh and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so what's we up. got the, yeah. um, we got our hands in all things. Real, you know what I'm saying? Cool, cool. Sorry. Don't play around. Lord. Yeah, but the uh, uh, I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about them. Like they got to get their bread. That's 850 people, 875. Commitments, bro. The the scheduling, logistics. Yeah, commitments. Having. I mean, you got creatives from coming who are you know coming from Baltimore have built kind of their the beginning parts of their uh, careers mostly in D.C. Right, Right. but many people have gone on to migrate to New York, L.A. Mm So people are traveling back. Mm-hmm. So once again, you, you deal with what do you do with the space now? What do you do with the local governance? Mm-hmm. So what is D.C. saying? Also, all these other states and all these other companies that people have legitimate jobs that work that they work for yeah. are telling them no uh, non-business travel, no non-critical travel, like stay your ass at home. So uh, things might be fucked up for a while. I wish my job would like tell Google, me where to go. Google, yeah. IBM, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, my job is to given us a list of countries not to go to, most okay. of which are in Asia, most of the ones that are impacted the most. Right. And we're Italy, probably going to fill it out until it's time. But, you know, on, on my side, in terms of what my company is saying, they're not really dismissing it, but they're also factoring in. There's a lot of media hype when it comes to this. There's Definitely. a lot of mass hysteria, a lot of uh, dissemination of misinformation going around. So, you know, it... Most people are saying from my job that this COVID nineteen mess will be out the way in a few weeks once spring really comes. I don't um, know about that. You know, I mean, when the the symptoms and the the cycles of how flus work, yeah, true. and the seasonal aspects of that. Um, Man, so sure there's so many so. things to factor in. I sure hope so. Alexia is giving you the hand clap right now. I think she hopes so too. Work. I sure hope so, man. That's good like, information. Yeah, I love the, I love the intimacy, but you also get I get I get my big nuts off on the right. on the on the festival space. So yeah, hopefully hopefully there is a funk parade is what May May 9th. So you should be hopefully God forbid until I get I'm, until I get his email. I've been checking my emails like crazy because again it's not it's not the musicianship it's not Bird it's not. The people behind Coachella. It's not the owners of the Warriors who are shutting these things down. It's government. It's city, local, state government, local, state, national government. Yeah, what does that mean for DC with not having really a state government? I mean, city they still can't vote on shit. I mean, they can vote. They got one, like what? One the, the Senate city council shuts it down? Uh, one, one. Uh, that makes me nervous. I'm getting my shit mixed up. That makes me nervous. Uh, yeah, we got one. It's not Senator. No, it's not a senator. We have a just, we have a rep, we have a, a representative. representative. A representative. Yeah. A representative. Yeah. But what does that mean? Like I'm seeing out of like 500. <laughs> so yesterday, the, the was it yesterday? The mayor did a uh, a press conference. Yeah, it was. And yesterday. that joint was a mess, bro. That joint was the do, worst. Do elaborate. Oh my goodness! I actually Alexia was telling me about it earlier, but apparently the the mayor wasn't fully transparent with everything that was going on. Didn't really know the facts. Didn't really want to like. Didn't seem like she had really a plan. Yeah, engage. I don't even think she's she reading off like, notes for real. I think she's just going off the, the top of the dough. <laughs> they don't have a teleprompter, do they? So like, DC government? Oh, I don't think. No. Who would buy it for them? Damn, Jesus. That That's the thing. That's <laughs> All these saying. presidential addresses. <laughs> just can't even borrow the teleprompter? can't borrow nothing, <laughs> Down the dog. street, let alone, Let alone have someone uh, that's overseeing the mayor. You ever thought about that? 
Right. Right. The mayor could be the mayor is wrong in the situation. Probably is and probably will continue to be wrong. But it as a byproduct of, of yeah. the chain of command that got the information to her and, and set it up for her. I mean. Yeah, she got the same information I got. Right. She went on the CDC website and watched the YouTube video right. and, and spit them notes at the press conference. <laughs> God damn it. I need, I need somebody that's connected. Where, where is my governor? <laughs> she accidentally said the hyperlink for the yeah. next page. Click, <laughs> click, click next. Two. Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. My bad. Symptoms. Wash under your nails. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, oh, my God. But anyway, y'all, yeah, we want to walk. I can't lie. My African ass is slightly proud that it's not really going crazy in Africa. Y'all niggas don't claim Egypt, do y'all? Do you? Do you? Claim, uh, okay, you first of all, <laughs> let, me, let me put it like this. <laughs> on, on a cultural level, Egypt doesn't claim us, so we don't claim them. Right, yeah. Okay. But technically, it's connected to Africa. Okay. Got you. So, um, but there are these so. images that I saw this morning of like, like uh, hand washing stations in like public spaces in, in, in I think it's Rwanda. Yeah. Oh wow. And it's like we're seeing these images from Africa. It's no, there's not as much, for lack of better words, uh, mass hysteria over there. Like and nobody's tripping like that. You feel like but, black people can't get it because there's six cases in PG County, and I'm betting that one of them is black. Black people can definitely get it. I think actually, I think Africans sure not well. If I had to guess, now this is just my brilliant idiocy talking right now. If I had to guess, I don't know <laughs> if there are no cases in Africa or if no. I'm sure. I, I believe it. <laughs> and secondly, I believe it's I'm pretty sure. Are they, them, right? yeah, are, they, are they testing them for real? Do they really care? That's one question. The other thing is, why are people not going to Africa? Like, is that not a South Africa, Ghana? People were just did a. a Big ass trip to Afro, Ghana, Afrochella for the Afrochella and Lagos, out in Lagos, doing it big. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It would be dope if life, if like lice, we couldn't catch COVID nineteen. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be so popular. The great equalizer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the great was equalizer. That, uh, was that Elijah Muhammad who said that white people were created in a lab and like in two hundred <laughs> years they'd be destroyed? What if this is the well, antidote? Oh no, we've turned into racism. Anyway. Oh boy, <laughs> yo! It's so much racism going on because of this. I've yeah. heard friends say like they ain't getting their nails done because they don't want to deal with the. They wow. just don't want to leave no stones unturned, niggas. Yo. yo, it's even worse than that. Some niggas is ignorant talking about not eating Chinese food. It's yeah, like, it's so, not even so real, real Chinese food. food. <laughs> so, so, so the other half of the ignorance is that like. Most people are like, I'm gonna travel now because I'd rather die in Trinidad than oh, because flights are cheap. I don't know than, if that's than, ignorance than, than, than Virginia. Right. Sounds like a deal to me, Tom. Blissful ignorance, I suppose. I don't even know yeah. if that's blissful. That sounds like acknowledgement. Uh, that sounds like knowledge, bro. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like uh, I was talking to I was talking to lady, and I was like, Yo, look, if you look at the if you look at the lifespan of the millennial man, we had 9/11 when we was in middle school. We Facts. could get no jobs out of college. Then when we could get right. jobs out of college, the college degree ain't mean shit. Our no. women don't get no respect. Why the fuck not? We can't just go ahead and travel. Let's go ahead and do it. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna. Fuck I did see a, I did see a flight this morning to LA for 57 bucks. It was like a round trip uh, flight to Paris. It's like 250 the other day. I have no. Desire right now to hold on before before I book that flight. Be is that French, is that bro. on your is that on your company's band list of companies? Is France on there? Nah, nigga, we can uh, do that. We might not be here next week. Wee wee. Speaking of wee wee, we want to thank y'all for <laughs> listening to the Overshoulder Podcast. This is your chance to eavesdrop on three 
professional careers as we discuss yes, the ups downs right. and the rony rones of the creative industry i am your host bimo brown your main man 100 grand to my left i have the facilitator aka no, thomas o sam thomas the great the no yes, look sir the no, no look. look that's right the no look <laughs> I, I was I was heavy in that bag at di- at um, somewhere this weekend for the diet show. Were yeah. Hold on, we're getting back to that. To my right, we also have my host, Mister Backpack uh, Pat. Oh my goodness, uh-oh. I called you Backpack Pat. It's all good. <laughs> Back- <laughs> Excuse us, Backpack Mac- ba- back- back- Pat. Backpack Mac- 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 Mister Backpack, silent partner. The Backpack silent Pat. Partner. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? How y'all doing? We're chilling, man. Doing good. You know, good. Staying in the house. So, Tom, Tom, you did have a very eventful weekend. I hope the people were watching your Instagram story. It seemed like you went a couple of places. Break it down for us. Yeah. Um, Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, I was with Chris at uh, Mahari for his opening, um, his private gallery opening, and then the like opening reception for his exhibition. Right. On Mahari Gallery at uh, 14th and H mm-hmm. on in, in Northeast. Um, nice. Beautiful black-owned gallery. Um, he, the, both the whole team over there is definitely trying to uplift black artistry in the Sweet. in the town and give it that fine arts touch. Cool. So, like, definitely support everything they're doing over there. Um, a few things that I, I I attended, but there was some that I missed that I was kind of uh, um, I was kind of upset that I missed. Um, my friends from back in at VC my my VCU days did a like I I'll call it like a so far esque. So far, uh, DC esque like type of event okay. where it was like a private, I mean, a concert at like someone's home. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened over the weekend. I think it's called like a night of something. I, I don't know. Either way, the, er- okay. the artist, the, the artist's name is Eric Penn. <laughs> urbane esque, yeah, an urbane esque type situation. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, something. No, like I feel that. you. I feel um, you. Tell me how that. And then, and then on Sunday, um, I made a stop at uh, somewhere. Okay. Um, and that was for Dire Starts Monday's pop up. So, as as per usual, when Diet does something, a lot of people come out and do. I don't know. I'll just say I was powered networking that day. I was like power oh. networking. Yes, power networking. I mean, somewhere. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a whales, huh? Like I I was giving out passes that people didn't even see coming. So mm-hmm. yeah, oh, the no looks the for, no real. for real, yeah. for real. What's up with you, man? What you got going on, man? Shoot, man, a little bit of everything, man. Uh, this is. What I've been off the show for about two weeks, so um, since Man, then, swell travel, yeah, yeah true. Uh, a lot of meetings for work, but uh, beanies went well a couple weeks ago. True, Absolutely. success, beanies Beautiful. too. Um, happy everybody came out, nice. really appreciate it. Good turnout, a lot of support the family, yeah, gotcha. man. Um, so just trying to build on top of that, taking a quick break, but I thought I was, but I'm already back in the driver's seat planning, planning shit for April. Planning time to go, baby. Yeah, it's you know, time to go, baby. At a certain you, point, you, it don't you, really stop, so. You allowed to talk about what was coming up, or yeah? I mean, we got a uh, well. Four twenty, we got SBO Volume Two. First one we yeah. did uh, last year with Chris Pirate uh, it was definitely a, a night to remember. Mm-hmm. So definitely. really, just getting the logistics mm-hmm. together on that. I'm um, not even sure I actually remember. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we no, got docu- yeah. We got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's visual evidence, <laughs> but I don't evidence. recall what happened. Visual evidence, man. Um, just launched the SBOArt.com. Uh, so that's the oh, yeah? merch site. Yeah, so nice. people can uh, go ahead and buy the merch if you didn't man, uh, make it out all to the way in his back. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing it to my territory now. So, uh, got the infrastructure up, got the website up. If you, uh, you know, listen to the show, and you want to buy a shirt, want to support, buy a tote bag, buy art, hit us up at sboart.com. And with that, I got a couple music videos dropping. Um, I not, think the Not, not Alone, Alone one them? dropped a yep. couple yep. weeks ago, so yep. I was happy that th- that that dropped. And then um, I have another Not Alone video dropping at the end of this month. Nice. 
Um, and then what else do I have? I'm working with uh, the homie Still Wavy on some shit, man. So, Sheesh! Sheesh! Yeah, that, that would be his exact reaction. That's right. That's right. Sheesh! So, Sheesh! We got some... Uh, some some power networking, not really. Some oh. some revisiting some old homies. And I might, I might start I, teaching classes on that yeah. shit right there. Hey, the master classes are coming. You should teach a class. You should just invite niggas to wherever you at and just be like, watch. Just watch. Just Pay watch. me five dollars and watch. You can't really teach that. You feel you me? Can't can't really teach, teach that in a class. I'm gonna teach it, but I, you can't teach that. Yeah, throw niggas it. in the fire with that one. That's so right. yeah. SBOart.com, uh, all the content will be up there. Probably some OTS stuff, man. But yeah, we're moving man. digital with it. Definitely I think all of up. us should start teaching match, master classes how to be the silent partner, how to pull pull events off like you be doing. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, we are going to do that. Exactly. Maybe we're going to do it. Exactly. We are going to do it. Exactly. And we're going to do it intimately with less than a thousand people. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. And That's still right. get that back. And still get that back. In paper. Santa Clara County. In Santa Clara County. Yeah. Yo, did y'all see. Um, Y'all see this Meg the Stallion situation? Did yeah, I? I, I, I've, I've kind of looked at it. I haven't That's really studied crazy. it too in depth. So just to break it down to the people, uh, it's been happening over the last two weeks. But Meg the Stallion came out on Instagram Live. Uh, I think she was sobbing a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. It's very hard to watch a gangster cry. Though. Nah, yeah, it was a gangster. Uh, um, it was a gangster it was little like, man, this is fucked up. But anyway, she was, she was expressing that her and her label, uh, or that she found a clause in her label with 1501, uh, that dictated that production, promotion, all the expenses that it takes to actually create an artist would be coming out of the 40% of the 60-40 split of profits from 1501 and Meg The Stallion. So, of course, uh, Twitter blew up. The Stallionettes, the hot girl, Stallionettes, wow. The hot girls blew up. They, they had their comments. But I wanted to come into a creative space, and I hope it's a safe space. Uh, and I, I've talked about this before when we gone too deep when we talked about Mace and I think we talked about uh, I can't remember who the person was Kalise uh, right we talked about Thank how you, um, back in the day these mechanical licenses were tools used to kind of help balance um, music business contracts but now those mechanical licenses flat out don't exist and then we see now in a modern era with an artist that we've seen blow up over the last year we've seen her in real time get the shit out of a stick because of a contract that happened uh and the arguments that i see on twitter are some people acting like they actually understand music business in which they don't some <laughs> right. people are very empathetic towards meg which is very understandable some people are very are trying to vilify the the call crawford Right, former baseball player. So I know that. So uh, I who's uh, always had the bag. Shout out to Carl Crawford nice. just as a as a uh, as a baseball player, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this is uh, just for some more context before we hit me. All right, so this is from the DJ Booth editor in chief uh, okay. publication. I I highly respect. Just read over Megan the Stallion's full recording contract with fifteen oh one, which is the label that Carl Crawford owns. It's a three sixty deal. Megan receives. 40% that of her royalties touch everything. Yep, 40% of her royalties, that's a net. So net 40 of her royalties, 70% of her merchandising net, mm-hmm. 70% of her performance revenue as long as it's over $1000 okay. net, and 100% of her performance revenue um, as long as it's uh, over $1000, right? Okay. Then she he goes on to say, Megan's deal calls for the delivery of one full LP so uh, long play mm-hmm. record with two options, uh, two additional albums, basically. Two options means two additional albums. Of note, for an album <laughs> delivery to count towards the deal, it must clock in at no less than 45 minutes. 
Here are the run times for her previous releases. Tina Snow, 30 minutes. Fever, 40 minutes, 9 seconds. Sugar, 24 minutes, 33 seconds. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, to keep the conversation going, like I fully am all for artists being having full visibility and autonomy in terms of uh, what they sign their name on in terms of understanding the contracts. Uh, I'm all for artists getting the majority of the splits so long as how the supply chain of how that product comes out warrants it. This is what I'll say. It doesn't really help her if she's put out three projects and as a as an artist who's hot, those three projects might be her three hottest projects. If none of those three projects satisfy the time threshold to just at least mark it off off the 1501 contract, then I blame her to at least to a large degree. Like I, I blame her and the team that she's around the most. You couldn't have made that second project. That's 40 minutes. You couldn't add two extra songs on there. That would have satisfied your, your contractual obligation of 1501. See, but I, 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 I suppose let's play the devil's advocate and kind of look at both sides, right? So from Carl Crawford's point of view, right? Right. Technically, he didn't write the, the whole contract. Yeah, he said he delegated to T. Ferris. Yeah. Uh, so is, uh, I guess, another behind-the-scenes guy who's been in the hip-hop game for decades. Right. Swish so house, obviously, rap. Carl Crawford, this isn't his area of expertise. He defers to someone else. He's the bag. And Yeah, exactly. He's the bag. And then according to Carl Crawford's story, the, the contract was made with T. Ferris and Megan's mother, who is now deceased. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, if you kind of listen to different, um, I don't know, interviews and different uh, discussions, the element is presented of like, okay, so since I am the bag and I put up all this money, there's a high possibility that this may not work out. So I have to find ways to recoup my money. That's mm-hmm. why this contract looks so like, for lack of better words, top, top heavy, bottom heavy, whichever way you want to look yeah. at it. Um, but at the same time, when the artist does what Megan does, like, you, you, like it's almost it's almost uh, common sense, or it's almost like regular thought that you should renegotiate because that deal doesn't even shouldn't even apply anymore. But based on what though, why it shouldn't, shouldn't it apply? No, no, I'm I'm a, I'm agreeing yeah. with the point of like you should have known better, but I'm more so saying that like in a certain regard. It should be renegotiated because it's not like the same. You're not exposed with your money as you, as much as you were. And if you kind of renegotiate it, maybe you can make more. I, I, I don't know. You're making less. But it's, it's an interesting case study because it's like from us being behind the scenes and also us knowing what it's like to be in front of, you know, in the spotlight or working with somebody in the spotlight. There's a lot of work and we don't really know. Right. How much work, how much money, how many A&Rs. Well, I- how much, oh, I know, yeah. just at a smaller scale, maybe that yeah. it took to really get those major projects that got Megan off, not just off the ground, but really ex- off and like running, blowing off, blowing yeah, up. Because I remember seeing Meg the Stallion videos from like three years ago. She was rapping in her neighborhood, hood, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, she could spit mm-hmm. by the water, right. the, the freestyle in college." But it mm-hmm. takes an engine for most of these artists to become. It takes to an become, engine because knowing artists like we all do. Not all of them is a Nipsey Hustle. Not all of them is a Russ. You know, or not the, all, uh, the baby. Or the baby who really like have a team or they, they themselves are like the driving engine of, no, I know what's fair. I know what's right. I'm going to position myself. I have a long-term goal, not just music-wise, but also business-wise. Right? 
I'm not saying Meg doesn't have that, but based on what she signed, what they signed, and also not just what they signed, because maybe she should have known better, but shit happens, like you said, with the at South by Southwest. Niggas probably should have known better to read the terms and conditions, but do we? Most of the time, we don't. But here's the thing. Buying a ticket to South by Southwest is not leveraging possibly the best thing that I could do at this time for my future success. Right, and that's, I agree with that. That's why, going back to the point, if one of those albums that she put out was an actual LP, it could have been Sugar. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, when you just read that just now, saying but that if she would have, if she would have sufficed with a forty-five, if there had been a forty-five minute project that she put out, a long play project, it could have been Sugar, and she could have been out of that deal. She, she would have had more dead. leverage to be like, all right, well, these two People, option ones, let's talk about it. That, that's 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 what that's us operating with the knowledge that she actually knows what the fuck is. But in here's the, the thing, my, here's like, my thing. We all had saw. The, the Joe Button going full full steam ahead at at, at Yachty yeah. and Yachty uh, little Yachty I'm yeah. blind. I don't Either know how to pronounce yeah. none of them little niggas names we understood but <laughs> full steam ahead at, at his head because he didn't know the elements of his contract right. a lot I'm sure there are a lot of artists who just don't know the elements of their contract that they had they had a can't. lawyer they had a lawyer look at it no and no that can't a lot no. of times when the no. A no, lot of times no, when the no, lawyers no. are provided, they're not even like uh, actual like lawyer, your or, personal or lawyer. Your personal lawyer. They're, they're the they're corporate lawyer of the, of, of the recording. I'm sorry. Lawyer. I reject that, man. I reject that. I'm sorry. If you're an artist, especially in 2020, anytime after 2017, anybody who has been, anybody who is serious about the game should know about the game. If you're an artist, you're an artist, right? That's one part of the game. But in order to be successful, you have to be part of a businessman. Jesus Christ. Siri, Siri trying to interrupt us. Jump in shit. Get out of here. That's why I'm I can't, with Siri. I can't, I, can't, I can't accept that because Sorry. we watched TLC be broke. We watched New Edition be broke. We watched Blueface sign that bad deal. She's watched other people in the game make bad decisions. You recently. can't just blindly. Recently. We're not talking about a thousand years ago. We're talking still, about right. No. This is still no. someone banking on no. her mama to make, no, make a I'm good sorry. deal for her. No. The, the excuse is the ex- ignorance is not an excuse, and I can't allow it from somebody on this side of the game, and somebody who represents artists, and somebody who hopes to sign artists. Ignorance can never be an excuse, never. When she opened up the video, the whole strategy of how she even released the fact that she was unhappy about the situation to me was trash. Because the first thing she said in the video was, "I was ignorant." That gives you no foot in the game. That gives you no foot for leverage. You're going to stay in this contract till you finish your obligations. And had she continued to read the contract, Sugar would have been 45 minutes, and we would have, we'd be have, she'd be having a discussion right now about her next two projects. But now, now that there's a dispute, right, now that's gone public, right, and she doesn't really have any albums that have hit that, that clause, that 45 minutes, yeah. she's even in worse leverage, in my opinion, Unless the courts really intervene permanently, not just a stay of decision so she could drop the music. But, like, shit, now that they have her for a one full album and two additional option years. Unless there's some sort of buyout. But then, once again, now if there's a buyout, then she, she, has, to pay, she has to pay a pretty penny for that. Yeah. Because, once again, now they have the leverage. Not only do you owe them one, possibly three albums, yeah. but now you've reached this status of fame and... So yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. My last thing that I'll say on this is like uh, one thing that she noted was, at least in the Breakfast Club interview, that her and Carl Crawford really didn't interact like that. And she and 1501 really didn't have that much of a huge uh, impact in terms of what she's been doing recently, that she doesn't see them. And for me, I'm like, that's even more of a reason to be like looking at my money like, oh, these niggas is getting temp. They don't have to be 5%. Yeah. If I'm not seeing. Yeah. 
any value coming out of that yeah. off bucks i'm like all right so what we what's yeah. up with this you know what i mean like I'm, my thing is not necessarily about being fucked over on a contract because that happens and that's happened many times mm-hmm. it's just that you've had a lot of time yeah to reorg things you've been under rock nation management for a while now yeah. you know what i'm saying like and now it gets to this point now like yeah. right before the release of an ep I just feel like that's hustling a little bit backwards. But I do believe that she owes, she deserves everything that she's rightfully. Yeah, earned. I mean, just on the on the on the industry side, what I would like to see because the number came out that she only made seventy five k last year, right? And that's kind of a little disrespectful that she netted that she net seven mil, but only pulled came away with seven k. As as a public individual, and if these record labels are as transparent and as forthcoming as they should be, they should release what the expenses are. Yeah, like it shouldn't be. I don't personally agree that the expenses should be all the way put on Meg's side of the deal. I think there's still right. part of a split there, um, but that kind of goes null and void when you say you're ignorant of your contract. That's easy. That's easy negotiation point. Uh, I saw this part. No, how about we split the expenses? We can't do that. Um, I don't know. I feel bad for the girl, and I I think the fair thing to do if I was fifteen hundred and I just wanted to be completely like. Um, altruistic about it, just give her her expenses back. Yeah, it couldn't be that. It can't be. It can't be that much. Or, or show me what they went to. Because if if you telling me, because I saw maybe somebody tweeted um, the album art for Sugar. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I could pay a graphic artist fifty dollars an hour for two hours to produce that. Don't tell me when we release the statement. Don't tell me that's a two hundred thousand dollar cover. Don't tell me that shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, she's learned a lesson. Quite, quite a few lessons. And if she hasn't pocket. learned her lesson, the next motherfucker. Y'all need to be watching. Study the game, man. I don't, it, ignorance can't be an excuse for too much. You can't just be dumb. You just can't not know. I'm sorry. If your mama read the contract and had you sign it, you should have read it after your mama. Or asked your mama what was in the contract. I know she passed. It's a sensitive conversation. Yeah. Touch your subject. She's probably part of the game. Probably signed a couple of 360 deals herself. To, to her, it was probably normal. But come on now. Come on, man. Come on, man. And Our man. parents were wrong. The older generation is wrong. And 360 deals are the standard right now unless you come in with some leverage yeah unless you come in with a pre-built fan base a pre-built operation a pre-built team got to mitigate because that's all that that's what these record labels offer they offer connections that's right they offer distribution they get you in the right rooms they get you on the right platforms but you know you can hedge some of that in terms of getting into a contract with a major label regardless of what industry it's in if you come in with like pre-established major groundwork and yeah. infrastructure then you can you know then you have the leverage to you know I agree. ask for a 60 40 split your way yeah. maybe 70 30 come on rock nation you know what i mean it's a, it's a lot harder though like many people say like it's very hard as we all know to keep you know a team together like yo just hold on to the dream it's gonna happen you know it especially is. with these early artists so you got to put in context to it but it is hey man life is life hey man yeah. well, i just got this email saying that made is still on so of course it is why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Hey, I mean, I mean we just, yeah, we, this real time, man, real time checking my email, I seen it. That girl is a hustler, man. This, this shit not going to get canceled unless the mayor come to her directly. Right. And right. I, I, it is going to take that, I promise you. Yeah, that's definitely Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, um, well, not necessarily a shout out, but uh, Spotify mm-hmm. has this new business pitch that they're pitching to artists and labels, mm. which is y'all pay us. Now, it's paying us 
to now release ads and stuff on the app to advertise specific artists. So more so than just having their music. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. But now they're saying, yo, labels, artists, pay us for ad space. That's funny. On the app. Very. And on the platform so that, you know, we can increase the exposure of the artists. Now, of course, record labels are balking at it. They're saying it's bullshit. This is an article that I'm reading that came out of Bloomberg. Okay. But what's interesting to note is that I think they said Spotify last year made $6 billion. Yeah. But the company lost money. Really? Yeah. The company actually lost money due to uh, the, the revenue splits to the industry, to the music industry. So, you know, we always, we don't always, but occasionally really? we bring up the conversation regarding platforms. Yeah, we do. These, all these major uh, headlines with Spotify, like them purchasing The Ringer, them really fighting Apple when it comes to the podcast space. So this right. is a relevant topic for us. Right. But now this whole thing about ad generation and ad revenue. And the, the simple uh, highlight that Spotify is just not making money. They're losing money every year, being the biggest streaming plat- platform in the world. Don't make no damn sense. Shit crazy. And a hush fell upon the room. <laughs> <laughs> what? Spotify is losing money? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Matt. It's time. It's time. It's time. What's the time for? I don't, I don't, I don't, it's time, man. I don't know. <laughs> is streaming working? I mean, it's the only it's the only option that we really have. It's, it's certain, not. It's working for certain people. Is it? It's working for Drake. Is it? I don't know. Is Once it again. working for Drake because he's making the most money from it, or is it, or, or could he be making tenfold? I'm I'm sure he could be making tenfold, but oh, I'm more oh, so saying that platforms. Okay, I'm but, talking about I'm talking about is it? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm more so saying it from an angle of like he's in a position. It, it would only serve someone like him where he's in a position to sign a deal with them and make it like work in his favor, right? Somewhat. That's just but, Drake. But, like the deal he did with iTunes. Yeah, right. You know, uh, directly with did, know, bypassing the label. I'm sure that the label definitely got their cut from it. But once again, I mean, Drake is a, a unicorn. I mean, Chance is the same thing. That leverage, you know. I would, yeah. Chance. I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen again. If he's going to have that. What? Happened? What? That leverage. Did people fall off the Chance train? Is that what happened? Hell yeah, niggas! The train fell off. The tr- really? What happened? I'm a fan of Chance, but niggas do, crucified do, do, that do, last album. Do elaborate. Niggas Big crucified. Big Day was trash. Niggas crucified that. Wow, I kind of. I did you listen to the album? I mean, I did. <laughs> you asked me, was it trash? Yeah. You didn't even listen I to mean, it. I know I did. I listened to it. Was it? It had trash? some joints. It had some joints on it. And that was his first album. That was his first album. First album. Album. album yeah. Yeah. Boy. Boy, yeah, man. but I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, it's what's the alternative, really? That's what it comes back down to. Back to mechanical. Vinyl sales, that's just, that's as mechanical as that's just I mean, get, bro. I mean, some cars and, you know, devices don't even take in CDs. Your laptop, I, I, new laptops don't even take in. So what I'm saying, discs. Matt, is, yeah, tech none, dude, none, nothing for is it time work. to build a new, is it time to re-put no. that tech back in? Because if Spotify is losing money. It's, it, well, it's not the technology, it's the. It's the negotiations in the business in the business action. Well, you tell because me, the, you the tell stream, me, Spotify is losing money. Uncle John took his music off uh, Spotify because he's not making no money. Right? Who's what the fuck? The, who's making all so the money? It, right? So who? Not not who's making the money? How are we getting to the music? Because eventually, if Spotify is losing money, it means uh, in my common brain, if you lose money for long enough, you are gonna close. Right. So there'll be no Spotify. Right. Right. And if Uncle John, who's a local, who's a DC based artist, he's got like a thousand. Core fans, solid fans. If he's saying he's not making no money from streaming services, then it looks like 
society is saying there is no demand for streaming services. Well, it looks like, yeah. Well, at least from the label side, I think the label is a big bottleneck for it. Like, I mean, we've been talking about that. The, the labels are taking a big chunk of the revenue. That's why Spotify is losing. But now they've introduced programs like ad revenue. But as well as, I've mentioned it before, straight-to-platform um, uploading from artists, bypassing labels altogether. Right, so it's not necessarily the technology because streams are super important, way more valuable to me than a CD because strictly off the information that you can pull from them. And it takes less money to make a stream. A stream is pretty much just uh, electricity as opposed to physical CDs where you got to print, distribute, then you got to press add somebody else back into the supply chain to actually press them up, make them. You got to add somebody else in the supply chain to distribute them to all the but locations. But we was making money. And I don't mean I don't mean we just as in the industry as industry folks. I mean artists were making money. Well, listen, all right, that's a good conversation because like uh, I don't know how much time we have left, but um, we got like five minutes. Yeah. But is it really to to bring it full circle? You talk about Uncle John, Uncle John. My bad. The most of these artists are making their bread from performances, merchandise. That's why the three sixty deal is such a is such a you know a demonized kind of a deal because that's what you're giving up. Yeah, because, I mean, most of these artists, unless you was getting a crazy split off the physical CDs, weren't making that much money to begin with back in that era either. You know what I mean? And, you know, there's no replay value. That's the value in streams. It's like somebody can play a song 20 times, and that's going to count somehow towards your paycheck. As opposed to somebody buys that CD once, that's it. It's a one-time purchase. But, you know, it's like, how do we maximize, I don't know, man. How do we maximize artists getting money off of things that are actually going to produce uh, good profit margin and really is to protect your publishing and yeah. is to protect your merchandise and your performances right that's exactly what i was going to say run in the direction of that yeah and then land at the at the the music is just marketing at this point right oh my god and that's why the music is getting that's why the music is trash the music itself is just marketing yeah that's yeah. why the music that's is trash because it's free 40, 40 track albums 20 track nah, albums that's just not gonna last algorithm is not gonna last it's not gonna last. Somebody on the older shoulder, somebody listening right now has figured out the next wave. There has to be a next wave because I don't, it does not seem sustainable on either end. Right. You mean to tell me now the patch for Spotify is to pay Spotify to showcase my marketing? It's to stream music that you're not gonna get really big, big payments off of. Music that's not even that's good because right. it's not even the core product. Right. That shit ain't gonna last. Unless they really integrate something that, like, you know, brings people to shows and stuff, which I think Spotify has done. But, I mean, yeah, it's a a problem that is yet to be fully unsolved. But I will say this to end. As long as human interaction is added to the mix, there's always gonna be some fuck shit going on. Like, most of these startups, if whoever that is who's listening to the episode, they better have a damn big-ass wallet. Because most of the time... People probably have put out a platform that solves the problem, but they don't have the money, the infrastructure, the connections to make it happen. So they do these series of rounds of investing with these different companies and partners who come in and dilute the thing and, mm. and, and politicize it and mm. bring in the labels. And I mean, you can't you can't you can't sleep on the power of the labels either. You know what I'm saying? It's all human aspects of it. It's not the tech. It's not the underlying principles. It's the people in mm. in uh, shitty business. Mm. Well, fellas, yeah. uh, it's, so, it's, it's so about that time. Apparently, there won't be any fans at any of the NCAA tournaments. No. 
Yeah, yeah like the Ivy Leagues, they canceled the whole tournament. Yeah, and, and, Har- and Harvard really or Yale is that. the one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. this was really watching that. No, they wasn't. They wasn't. No, nobody they fucks wasn't. with the Ivy League basket. They wasn't. No. Princeton but, offense. <laughs> that's about it. But y'all, we've we run out of time. Our tool for the trade is wash your hands and don't be racist. Wash your damn hands. Okay, <laughs> wash your hands. Get don't your nails be done. It's cool. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's a, oh, they use gloves, come on, dog. <laughs> hey, maybe. That's not even a racist thing. That's just an interaction. It's just an interaction thing. But yeah, be stay educated. Stay on top of the subject. Wash your hands. Be safe. Protect uh, your money. Protect your money. Find out all the Wash your hands. Put lotion on them afterwards. I'm not. Marshawn said that shit best. We need to just like end every episode with the quote. What he said. What he say? When he um, some nigga protect your money. (laughs) My young sahabs need to protect their bread. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was uh, was prophetic. Niggas need to protect their money. Get your bag and stay in it. Definitely. And that's that. We'll see you next week. Peace, 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 peace.